What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm super excited. We've got a very colorful, awesome person guest today. Her name is Brianna Gunn. She's zooming in from Lansing, Michigan. Brianna Gunn is the CEO of Brianna Gunn. She's a copywriter and marketing strategist. Thank you for being here, Brianna, and brightening up our day with this yellow that you've got going on. I absolutely love it. Please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background. Sure. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. I have been an entrepreneur for 11 years. Before that, I sold cars, cell phones, coffee, you name it, I sold it. Um, And when I realized that there was more opportunity for me as an entrepreneur, I shifted gears and came home and haven't looked back since. That's awesome. That is, that's really awesome to take that leap. And, and and I love talking to entrepreneurs. That's really kind of what I focus on with my guests Um, to take that leap and to really just have faith in yourself and to, you know, it's not easy. That's a very, it's not, that's a very tough trigger to pull to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So what was your, like, what was that aha moment? Like, you know what, I'm just done. I'm going to do it. You know, I was working at a law firm. I've had quite a few different careers in my life. (laughs) I was Um, like a law firm now. Okay, girl. (laughs) Yep. Uh, No, I actually have a pre-law degree and I was planning on going to law school. And then I realized that attorneys don't do the digging. They don't find the bad guy. Yeah. And so I decided not to pursue that path. And I was working um, for a husband and wife attorney. They specialize in divorce and elder, elder law. So like wills, that kind of stuff. Um, and I was their go-to like everything. I was not just the, the, the legal assistant. I was also their office admin and everything else. And they're fantastic humans. I love them so much, but I got pregnant and I realized that I couldn't do my job well sure, and be the mom I wanted to be. And I, I was trying to figure out how to balance everything. And my mom of all people was like, well, you know, I was reading this article in real simple. It talks about this website called hire my mom. You should look at it. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. That's totally a scam. Cool. (laughs) Um, And I had an interview with them (laughs) not less than a month ago. So it's totally, it's totally a real thing. Um, (laughs) Went on there and looked for jobs that were similar to what I was doing in the real quote, real world. Sure. Found a job checking email and slowly said yes to every other thing they asked me to do and learned trial by fire, all of the software, all of the skills. And then, um, you know, here I am 11 years later and I'm teaching people how to do the things that I had to learn and helping them grow their businesses in a way that is organic and relationship driven, because I feel like in the online space, that's something that we miss. You know, we don't get the handshake communication. We don't get that, that, you know, meetup, especially right now, you know, before we could go to conferences and we could go do all the things and we could go see other entrepreneurs and we're all really isolated right now. And so I think that when I shifted, I, I wasn't prepared for how isolating being an entrepreneur can be. Oh, for sure. Um, but I also wasn't prepared for meeting all of the incredible entrepreneurs that I've met along the way that have become good friends, family friends, you know, my, my rock, my, my support system, um, you know, and, and finding a totally new community. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I haven't looked back. I figured I would try it for six months and 11 years later, I'm still doing it. So 
That's amazing. So I'm sure during those 11 years, it wasn't always easy. Do you have? Oh, no, it's still not easy. <laughs> this is true because you're you're doing it all right. You're just a, you're a solopreneur. You're you I do have a small team, but I'm mostly a solopreneur. Like I, I do have a, a junior copywriter, but I do all of our sales copy. I do all of the planning, all of the preparation, all of the funnel um, outlines and structures. Um, I do pay someone to do my social media because Instagram and I don't get along. <laughs> I don't blame you because that's a whole, that's another job. And, but you have to, be, you have to be on it though. Mm -hmm. It is such a powerful tool if you know how to leverage it. And yep. so like you just, you have to do it. So I wish I could hire someone to do it, but I, I can't, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those things where I think hiring smart makes a big difference and hiring, you know, hiring to your weaknesses. My dad always said to hire people who are smarter than you. Yeah. And I've, I've lived and died by that, you know, core tenant that the people that I hire need to like my, my, um, my junior copywriter has a journalism degree. She's brilliant. Wow. And she's better at nurture copy than I am, to be completely honest, which is great because I hate writing nurture copy. <laughs> I love you're keeping it real. I love it. That's awesome. You know, it's, can I do it? Yeah. Am I good at it? Yes. Should I, should I be doing it? Should that, should I spend my energy there? No. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know, you tend, so when you're an entrepreneur, you tend to realize where, where your time is more valuable at. And so if you can hire someone to take that load off and you can do other things, that is yes. definitely very smart. And I think <clears throat> maybe that's a lot of entrepreneurs miss the boat because you, you can be a, a little bit of a control freak. I know I was, or I am. Oh, I'm, I've learned to not be so much anymore. I'm a, a much better leader these days than I was in the past, but it's hard to let go of that control. It is. And I, I'm, um, like diagnosed OCD. So my level of needing to control things is very high. Um, but you know, it's so funny. Like I, I worked for some really, really awful people. Okay. Um, both before entrepreneurship and during, you know, you have those clients where you're like, you know, if you could just like jump off a bridge, that'd be great. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, but you know, you smile and you suck it up and you, you, finish the contract and you do it and then you just don't renew or you find find an elegant way to exit or you you know you you part paths and because I've dealt with people who just don't appreciate you sure. I try so hard to make sure that my clients my helpers my you know everyone who I connect with and in any way I want them to feel appreciated because, you know, even this, like, this is your time you're taking out to have me on your podcast. And I appreciate you for that. And yeah. it's, it's the small things like that. I think that, that make you a real leader over being able to delegate and boss people around. It's, it's, it's the stepping up piece. It's, it's the appreciation. It's, it's understanding that, that this is not a hobby. This is, if you're going to, if you're going to build a business, you need to step into that leadership energy and really embody it. Sure. Or things fall apart. Yeah. I love that. That was some really good advice. If you're going to, that, that was really good. Thanks. Boom. <laughs> that was awesome. Why don't you share like maybe like one of the hardest moments during your becoming an entrepreneur 
And then we're going to talk about all the, like the stuff that you offer and the things that you do for your clients. Sure. Um, because I think that's important to, to talk about, especially if someone's out there listening, if you're listening, you're thinking about becoming an entrepreneur, it's not easy, but it's always worth it. And mm-hmm. you know, if you, at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again, because I don't view, I don't think of any of my past, um, I wouldn't say failure. I don't believe in failure. I think they're, I don't either. Yeah. Right. I believe we're learning lessons. So I try to be a fashion designer that I did not succeed. I could totally mon- see that though. <laughs> from you a monetary style. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm all, I'm all about it. Like my outfit girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and here, did you see my fun nails? <laughs> I love them though. Those are so cute. I love the pink and the green together. That's awesome it's actually like a, yeah, I guess it's kind of green. It's like, that's what it came out to. Um, but I did the fashion design thing. I loved it. I created three collections. I was on the runway in Rhode Island. I was a finalist for the Cadillac Design Challenge here, but I never was able to monetarily, to get it off the ground monetarily. Mm-hmm. And it cost me a lot of money, but mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. And I created a name, I created a name for myself. But I, I said, after three collections, if I cannot start making money off of this, I, ha- I can't keep throwing good money after bad as much as I love it. You know, you know what I mean? It's, kind of, it's like the starving artist, which is fine eventually the artist makes it but you know and that was that was debilitating that was hard because it was a blow to my ego and i'm like am i a failure because i didn't make it but now it's like no i wasn't a failure i chased my dream that was a dream of mine and i made it happen at the end of the day i didn't make any money money off of it but i made my dream come true yeah i mean i had um, i've started my business twice i actually shut everything down um, about five years ago, my son was very, very sick and I had to make a choice of he's fine now for anyone who's concerned. He's a totally healthy, normal 10 year old. Um, but when he got sick, I was pregnant with my second and I had to make a choice. You know, I, I'd increased my client load. I was making good money. I was, you know, I was making more than I'd ever made at my regular nine to five job, but I couldn't, serve my clients on the level I wanted to serve them at and be the mom I needed to be in that moment. Sure. You know, I, when, when you have a sick family member, things have to, you have to reprioritize. And so I was lucky enough that I had clients who were incredibly understanding. And so when I called them and said, listen, I, I, I've got to step away. Like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I, I have to step away. They not only said, well, when you're ready to come back, your position's available for you. Oh like God. we'll find, right. We'll find someone, but, um, cause it was, it wasn't even like I'm giving two weeks. It was like, I'm done as of today. Yeah. Wow. And, um, when I was ready to come back, they welcomed me back with open arms. That's good. It was that, great. that says a lot about you. That says a lot about you and the relationships that you've built. Well, and I think, I think it goes back to that leadership energy, right? Even if they are your client, the way you respect and treat others yeah. directly affects how your business grows and breathes and, and, and how you grow as a human. And so I think, you know, when I rebuilt, I made sure that I would, that's why I have my, my helpers, as I call them, my, my contractors, because that way, if I want to take a vacation, if I need to step away, I'm not truly solo. So I have people who can support my business. Like I was gone for four days. I worked a little bit, but I I definitely didn't work more than an hour a day. And my team still produced 90% of what needed to be produced this week. That's awesome. You know, and it was, that's smart. 
Right. It's, it's smart business. And it's, it's something that I had to learn because I had to shut everything down because I didn't have any support. I didn't have anyone I could lean on, you know, and, and I, I realized previously I'd been working crazy hours. You know, I had a three-year-old and I was pregnant and I was working literally anytime the kids were down for a nap, anytime the kids were occupied and playing, anytime my husband was watching TV. Yeah. So I was working 16, 18 hour days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and looking back, I was making peanuts, you know? And so when I restructured everything, I, I stopped doing hourly and I only do packages. I, you know, I, I made a lot of choices to change the business model to something that served me better. And I think I'm better for it now because I have, I've, I've done the, the hustle, like the true hustle where, you know, you're quote on a beach. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And that's not to say we don't hustle now, but if you, if you structure things properly, you can achieve a good work-life balance. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Like, do I have late calls some days? Yes, absolutely. But, you know, I think the biggest lesson I took away from that was if things aren't working, it's okay to stop and reassess and restructure doesn't mean you have to do what I did and shut everything completely down, but give yourself a little bit of space. Take a couple of days and step back from your business and evaluate what's actually working for you and what's not yeah. so that you can grow. Because the thing is, is as, especially if you're like me and you're, you're, you're almost a solopreneur, mm-hmm. you are your business. And if you don't put structures and systems in place early, you build this monster that's almost unattainable because it, you know, if, especially if you're good at what you do, your business can grow a lot faster than you can handle. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, you either end up working, you know, 16, 18 hour days or you crack. Yeah. And, and for me, it wasn't that I cracked. It was that, that, you know, the universe was like, you need a break here. Yeah. (laughs) Here is the break. You don't have a choice about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I think that, that I'm, I'm far better off now because I appreciate every single human who helps me, every single human who I could come into communication with. Whereas before it was, you know, yes to everything, which isn't a bad thing, but I had no boundaries. Well, that's not a good thing. So no, it's I'm, not. I'm, I'm a yes person too, but I do like, I do have my boundaries when somebody's like, I'm just like, if it does not align with where I'm comfortable, then I'm like, no, nope. All right. And I am now for sure. But before it was like, you know, Oh, by the way, I need this by Tuesday and it's Monday at three o'clock and I, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. Because I didn't understand that the right clients aren't going to be upset. If you say, I can absolutely do that. If you want that by tomorrow, I'm not going to be able to complete X, Y, Z. Right. Yeah instead of trying to get it all done. Yeah. And that was a really hard lesson for me to learn. I I put myself in the hospital twice with pneumonia, just overworking. Oh my goodness, girl. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, I was, no, it wasn't. And I I, I really do think the universe was like, you need to stop. Yeah. And they were like, here is a giant roadblock that you can't get around anymore. Yeah. You can't fudge this. Um, you know, and, and, it's really forced me to have healthier boundaries around my business. 
and create better processes. And, and yes, uh, the processes is, is fantastic. <laughs> and hiring, hiring people that are smarter than me, you know, hiring people who can handle the pieces that I'm not so great at, or I don't want to do anymore. Um, the pieces that, that, you know, are, are monetarily not worth my time. Not that everything isn't worth my time, but you know, me making sure that all of the e emails in my inbox get sorted properly is probably not the best use of my time. Right. Yeah. I would agree. <laughs> right. You know, so I have someone who does that for me, which is awesome because I go into my inbox and there's like the three emails I need to read and nothing else. Oh, that is awesome. Can oh my God. You shut her over my way or whoever that yes, is. Yes, I will totally, I will totally make you an introduction. She's fantastic. She zeroes my, she brings me to inbox zero twice a day. It's, oh my goodness. That's, that's fantastic. It's magical. And then she, she made me a little folder. That's like my folder. So anything I need to see, I it's yeah. in my folder and I look at maybe maybe 30 emails in a day now versus the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds that I was looking at. Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. Wow. It's, it's given me back so much. I can't how she, how that she organize that. Well, what, what, that's a side conversation. Let's stay in fact with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want to focus, uh, I want to shift gears and focus on what it is that you offer your clients sure. you do for your, as an entrepreneur. Um, <clears throat> so like I said, what, like I introduced your copywriter, copywriter. I can't talk either today. Marketing <laughs> strategist. So it says here that you also use internet marketing, um, parenting. Oh, as a parent, <laughs> networking, and then LinkedIn. So I let's talk about the internet marketing and how you help yeah. advance with that. So we are in a space where we have no choice but to market on the internet, right? We yeah. have to be online and we're trying to take the marketing laws and marketing rules that we learned in face-to-face -face business and translate them into the online space. And a lot of it doesn't translate well. You know, you can't have a handshake deal in the, on the internet. That's just not something that's really done. And so I'm on a mission to help you build relationship before the sale, because then the sale becomes so much easier. And so my focus on the internet marketing side is all about relationship building and building trust and building that, oh, I know that person factor. So that yeah. you don't come at it like a stranger and you're like, hi, marry me now, please. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, you're super weird. Like, no, <laughs> you know, so, so it's also the strategy behind, you know, what to post, when to post, how to support the post. Yeah. Like, where do you show up? It, it's figuring out what works for each person, because even though it feels like we have to be everywhere at once, we really, really don't. Yeah. We absolutely don't have to be everywhere at once. And so it's, it's helping my clients realize that, you know, if you are getting massive traction on Clubhouse, stick to Clubhouse. If you are getting massive traction on LinkedIn or on Instagram or on Facebook, put more energy there. Let's figure out what's working and dive deeper rather than trying to fix what's broken. Hmm. Um, and I think that's a different philosophy than a lot of people have. Well, yeah, for sure. I would say for myself, that's a different philosophy than I have because I'm on everything. I'm actually not that active on Clubhouse as I should be, but um, I've never heard um, a marketing person say that before. Yeah, I, like I think everyone, I think the the rule quote, and I'm using air quotes. I know nobody can see me right now, but <laughs> yeah. I'm like over here, like air quotes. We'll see it when the episode, when I release the episode, but right. But like, yeah, if, if you're, they're just listening on Apple, Apple or Stitcher or something, they're not going to see me do my. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, but I think that in in the marketing world, we have gotten so stretched. Yeah. 
that we aren't able to delve deeper where things are working. And so it's like, we don't even have the capacity to be able to do more right in that space. Like I am, I'm everywhere too, but I hire out a large portion of it. I have someone else who handles my Instagram. I have someone else who handles my LinkedIn. I have someone else who handles um, my Facebook. Everything is pre-scheduled. It's all very strategic. And like with my clients, you know, I have clients who aren't on Facebook at all, or they're only on Twitter or they love Instagram, but it's not working. We have to have a really hard conversation about the fact that, okay, where did you find your last five clients? Oh, it was on Facebook. Okay. Then we really need to let Instagram go because should you continue to try and grow it? Absolutely. If you have time, but if you need clients tomorrow, Instagram is not going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I have a lot of people who are like, how are you making money on Clubhouse? And I, I tell them, I tell everyone, I attend networking rooms. I am in every networking room I'm able to be in every day of the week. You personally are? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and that's and a, it's, not, it's a time waster. I mean, it, I, I love the premise, but it is a time waster. You gotta it do- can be. It totally can be. I've found that, at least for Clubhouse, the networking rooms where they give you a 60-second stand-up where you can say, hi, I'm Bree. I'm a marketing strategist and copywriter. I'm looking for coaches, consultants, whoever to who need help in this arena, or I'm looking for people to, I want to guest on podcasts, or I want this. I've, I've gotten clients, actual like paid clients from doing that. It's not because I'm in all the rooms. It's because I'm very strategic with my time. Just yeah. like with, yeah, that's great. You know, with TikTok, I I'm on TikTok. Am I on TikTok all the time? No, I use TikTok literally to make a reel. Okay. Download it. And then I put the reel on Instagram because I'm actually getting traction on Instagram. I have a lot of followers on TikTok, but I, they're not engaged. Sure. So it's, it's getting strategic with how we leverage our different areas. Um, and I think that, I think that's different because when you, Focus on, you know, if your, if your podcast is where you get the most engagement, you get people emailing you and reaching out to you and doing all the things, you know, double down and put more effort into that piece because your people will respond. Sometimes it's as simple as saying, you know, if you listen to this, like it, comment on it, do something so that we know you saw it. And, you know, I think, I think the, the old advice of you need to be everywhere in order to be successful is bad advice. Hmm. Yeah. Or at least put your resources to towards what Avenue is working the best for. Right. Like I find the majority of my, of my clients on LinkedIn. Okay. So it makes sense for me to spend more of my day on LinkedIn when I know I can close a 20, 30, 40, $50,000 month. If I just do the work. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, so if somebody wants to, just out of curiosity, if somebody wants to, you to work just on their, their social media marketing, yeah. what does that look like in terms of like an agreement or, or a contract that they would sign with you? So like, typically what, um, the only social media platform I teach is LinkedIn. It's, okay. I teach it in a 90 day group program. It's $3,000. And I walk you th- literally step-by-step step through the exact process that I use in my own business. It's the same process that I've used to close $80,000 in 60 days. I closed $20,000 month the last three months. Um, I cleared $110,000 last year, even with everything going on through LinkedIn. Amazing. Good for you, girl. Yes. Yeah. Love, babe. 
know. Yeah, like, but I, and so I teach people how to go onto LinkedIn and network in a really unique way. Okay. Um, I do help people with other platforms, but typically that, that agreement is more holistic for their business. They want a marketing funnel. They want like the whole shebang. They want the lead magnet or the opt-in and they want the email sequence that warms people up and they want to be able to sell on autopilot or have an evergreen funnel. And so it's usually a larger process where social media is the catalyst and not the focus. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I have, um, you know, if, if, if people out there are wanting a platform, especially if you're a coach or a consultant or a service provider, where there is literally money on the table waiting to be picked up. Yeah. Look into LinkedIn for, for like, if it's not me, find a mentor who understands how the platform works because people on LinkedIn are ready to spend. They're ready to invest. They're, they're there to have business transactions. It's the closest thing I've found to a networking event. That's amazing. So <clears throat> I talked to a lot of coaches. You mm-hmm. should go through like a lot of all my, all my previous episodes. I was listening to it on my, on my drive. It's so such- their, all their contact information is in there. You should reach out to them and, you know, just get, I don't know if you have a newsletter. I do. Or say, I saw you, I, you know, I saw you, <clears throat> I listened to you on Deanna's podcast. I was recently a guest on hers and she told me to reach out. <laughs> just blame it on me. I know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because that's great advice. Cause I'm sure everybody's looking to figure out ways to make more money, obviously. And if this is a, a if you offer them a, um, a vehicle and how to do that, then you're, it's a, it's a win-win for everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. Before I start wrapping things up, let's, um, I'm going to, Oh, I like this one. Ask you one last question and okay. then you uh, plug all your stuff. What is the biggest lesson you've learned? That I don't know everything. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> I think it's so important to remember that this is a journey and we're learning. And I I'm like you, I don't believe in, in failure. I don't believe in mistakes. I believe in lessons. And so I think that understanding and going through this growth process in your business, being totally real and saying, I don't know everything will help you grow so much faster because you're not trying to pull the wool over your own eyes and you're always looking for the next best opportunity or the next expert or the next, next thing, because you understand the need for growth. Yeah. Awesome. Very, very good. Brianna, you've been, you've been fantastic. A lot of great advice that you've dropped. Can you please let the audience know where they can find you if they want to reach out to you to use your services and um, all of my previous guests, I've told her to, to reach out. So <laughs> I will be reaching out to everyone I'll, and I'll, I'll, it'll say, Deanna said, I need to talk to you Yeah, um, because I think you have some real, you have uh, some great, uh, some great, uh, tools they can use. So please let everybody you. know where they can find you. <laughs> yeah. You can find me online at briannagun.com. You can also find me at the Brianna gun on all social platforms and on LinkedIn. I'm just Brianna gun fantastic thank you so much for being a guest brianna we'll have to have you back for a follow-up and see how much your business has grown and all the amazing things that you're doing and i would love your team and all that great stuff but um all right guys this is your host yana kemple with label free podcast to live your best life you must live label free please don't forget to subscribe like comment and share and i'll be back very soon with more dynamic guests